1: Welcome to American Medicine Today, presented by the Banati Spine Institute, featuring internationally acclaimed inventor of the Banati Spine Procedures, Alfred Benatti MD. Here are your hosts, Kimberly Bermel Benatti, and co-host Ethan Eucher and Jeff Wagstaff.
0: Listen and watch American Medicine Today. I'm Kimberly Benatti, alongside Ethan Euker, Jeff Wagstaff, and world-renowned orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Alfred Benatti. Now, President Trump was in Miami on Friday for a Latinos for Trump roundtable. Joining us to discuss is Steve Cortez, Senior Advisor to the President. Thank you for being with us, Steve.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, Steve. We only have uh, like eight minutes here, and there's a ton of stuff that we want to talk to you about. But first, uh, just give us a recap of the event, if you would. Well, yes, so the president, uh, he's done a number of these Latino roundtables. He did them in Nevada, in Arizona, now in Florida. Uh, our, our campaign, this president himself, as our commander in chief, and our campaign is making a very intentional outreach to Hispanic Americans, because we think we have a compelling case to make to Hispanics all over the country, but particularly Latinos in South Florida. And so far, our efforts are bearing fruit, at least regarding polling. most polling shows us doing on a national level about 40 percent among Hispanics at the most recent Fox News poll, and even better than that in the state of Florida. Uh, And I think there's two primary issues. On the one hand, the Democratic Party lurches left. It leaves a lot of Latinos behind as political orphans. Uh, Hispanics who might have formally voted for the Democratic Party really can't recognize, the radical Democratic Party of 2020. And that includes a lot of people like AOC who embrace outright socialists and socialist values. And to a lot of South Floridians who are of Cuban and Venezuelan descent, uh, that is a particularly sensitive issue, clearly. And then the second major issue for Hispanics, of course, is the economy um, and the the economic renaissance that is happening right now in this country, the revival uh, that we're seeing, all the recent economic metrics are just exploding off the charts uh, tell us that the whole country is doing well, but working class folks, many of whom are, are Hispanics, are actually doing the best. For example, a lot of us in, in the Latino community work in construction. Construction wages just hit in the month of August an all-time high. So we're on, on issues of, uh, of socialism and radicalism of the Democratic Party and then also the economy, we think we have a strong case to make to Hispanics, and we're trying hard to earn their votes.
0: Have you seen um, Latinos just kind of what they call like walking away in droves?
1: You know, we really do see that. Yes. And again, I I think for a lot of them, they were traditionally Democrats, uh, but the party has left them. You know, this is not your parents or your grandparents' Democratic Party. This is a a Democratic Party right now that believes, for example, in abortion until the day of birth, uh, in confiscatory new taxes uh, that Joe Biden is proposing the largest tax increase in American history, $4 trillion of new levies that would punish over 80% of American taxpayers. Think of what that would do to small business. Uh, we Hispanics I'm really proud of this. We are statistically by far the most entrepreneurial demographic in America. Uh, but Joe Biden's uh, the economic policies of, of massive taxation plus regulation, uh, that's disaster for small business. So I think Hispanics, to some degree, we in the Republican Party and in the Trump movement, to some degree, we're benefiting from what the Democratic Party is doing as it becomes an incredible radicalized extreme party. But on the other hand too, I also think on the positive side, uh, we're winning Hispanics over with our very hopeful message of of the politics and policies of economic resurgence. And and Hispanics uh, are are embracing that perhaps more so than any other group, um, at least any other group that wasn't previously necessarily in the Republican party. Steve, unfortunately, President Trump has to run against Biden and the media, both at the same time. And here locally in South Florida and Central Florida, We're seeing the media reporting, we don't know if it's factual, but the media is reporting that Cuban Americans historically have been very Republican, very conservative. Um, The media is telling us that that group is walking away from President Trump. What say you? No, I mean, listen, we see, as a matter of fact, exactly the opposite, Uh, both our internal private polling as well as the public polling that's there. so people don't have to just take my word for it. Uh, the public polling that's out there shows, for example, there's a Quinnipiac poll of the state of Florida shows that we're actually winning the Hispanic vote overall in Florida. And and that means, number one, that we're doing very well among Cubans. And that's not terribly surprising. But but number two, it means we're doing well with other Hispanics. We're doing well in central Florida uh, with people of Puerto Rican descent. We're doing well with the Venezuelans, as I mentioned before, uh, broadly with Hispanics. You know, So, uh, no, our evidence is the opposite. Now, look, we're not going to be complacent by any set, uh, stretch. Uh, we're not going to be arrogant about it. We like the momentum. You know, We have confidence, uh, but not complacency. We, we're going to continue to keep earning the votes of Floridians. Uh, the president was there back-to-back days this week. He went Thursday and Friday to the state of Florida. So his new adopted home state, we know how important it is uh, for this electoral outcome, as it often is, and we're going to continue. You're going you're gonna to see more of him in the next six weeks, and we're going to continue to, to do our best to earn the support of all Floridians. Uh, but Hispanics, I think, are going to be the biggest surprise uh, constituency that comes our way. I wanted to ask you, heading into Tuesday, the first debate. I can tell you, all of us are pretty darn excited about it. What's the strategy? What is your advice? You know, is he going to go th- for the jugular, or are we going to see a more <laughs> laid-back uh, President Trump in the first debate here? No, listen. I think we'll see an assertive President Trump. I think you can count on that. And look, all of us <laughs> are excited. I think it's going to have a you know a Super bowl size audience uh, viewing. Uh, I'm excited to be there physically in person. And I will tell you this, you know. The economy is going to be the number one focus of the president on that night Uh, because, again, it's the number one issue to to Americans. It's also, I think, the place where we have the most compelling story to tell. But what I'm also excited about is that there's finally going to be a light shown on on Joe Biden because, let's just be honest, he has largely hidden from the country. He has largely hidden from the press. Uh, They run interference for him in the few cases that he does make himself available to media. He has not faced real scrutiny. Um, So 90 minutes on stage in front of a massive audience with the president of the United States um, and and without filters, basically. I mean, it's only going to be three people total talking. Chris Wallace, the only other one. Um, I think that that transparency is going to be really problematic for uh, for the Biden camp when the American people see who he is and what he now represents um, and that he's not the Joe Biden that he was decades ago. He spent 50 years in the Washington swamp, by the way, 47 to be precise. Uh, But the Joe Biden of 2020 is, is a radical, and he's also a boxer who no longer belongs in the ring. I think all of that will be revealed on Tuesday night before the country.
0: Well, we can't wait to see it. Thank you so much for being on the show, Steve Cortez, a senior advisor to the president. Thank you for being on the show.
1: Thanks, Steve. You bet. Thanks for having me.
0: Take care. Make sure you stay tuned. Coming up after the break, we'll have more. You're listening and watching American Medicine Today. With the Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky?